0: a Star Wars spelt out, I'm your host Josh Chapman and today I've been away, been away for a while, I took a little Star Wars break, I think, think I got a little Star wars out after Celebration and May the 4th and everything else, I just needed to sit back and cool the jets a little bit and, and let people miss you for a little bit but uh, good to be back this week and we've brought in a special guest, he would be embarrassed for me to say this but one of the MVPs of Celebration London, uh, a guy who... Who uh, made a lot of things happen? Worked a lot of tirelessly behind the scenes. Produced his own stuff. Um, let's get him out of here, Sean Hoffman, friend to all podcasters.
1: The man behind the scenes in a lot of places. How you going, buddy? I'm pretty good, man. I'm honored. Like uh, that's a, that's quite the like the title and, and <laughs> accolades there. Wow, I'm, I'm kind of like taken aback from minute. I was like, whoa, wait a minute, whoa, this is this is serious. You like the you like the man in the chair, you know, to, to quote Spider Man, but. You, you got like
0: a lot of fingers and a lot of pies. Like every time someone I listen to a podcast, whether it's like Bad Motivators or Blue Harvest or me or a bunch of other ones, your name always comes up. You're always in the background doing doing stuff, helping out. Like you got got, got a lot on your plate for Star Wars podcasters.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it kind of goes back to like, I mean, I think everybody would love to have their own podcast or just kind of have the sense of community. But like if everybody else is... Is doing such a good job at it. Like, why not just get involved in ways that are that I'm that I'm able to, like that are that are meaningful and helpful. Yeah, that's what I've tried to do, and
0: which is probably similar to what I I actually, you know, back in the day, I, I did some video stuff with Steel for Steel Wars, and that was sort of how I him and I became mates. Probably a similar thing where it's, you know, the call goes out, can anybody help out with this? And you go, oh yeah, I can have a crack at that, and then you do that and then you know and then eventually you, you move on so i'm fully expecting you to have your own your own channel or your own podcast soon eventually you will just like this is easy i don't need to be working behind the scenes with these suckers i can just
1: you know put myself front and center and use my resources for my own gains i think uh, i think uh, i think i'm good with where i'm at you know i think i kind of like the behind the scenes stuff it's uh it's a uh, low pressure i guess is a, is a good way to put it well it's good to get you on the
0: mic every now and then as well you know like i think you know people you, you, you've got uh very good things to say when it comes to star wars and stuff anyway but obviously like just going back to celebration you know we, we caught up at celebration and you were very helpful in regards to me you and my beanie mule and and helped get a lot of stuff to people who weren't there because you know because london we had a lot of people who weren't there and you were just like no man like just hand them over and i remember it. the days kept going on i'm going you know how many how many do you reckon they'll be and i'm like, ah. Oh. I reckon maybe five or six. I reckon there'll be five or six of them. And then it went up to like, ah probably eight or nine. And I think they ended up being about 10 or 11 by the end. You're like, well, the bag's probably getting a little full
1: here. That's why, uh, you know, I, I made sure to bring one of those like compression bags like the little vacuum bags that you push down and it suctions them down really small I made sure to bring one of those with me just in case <laughs> just in case you know, it's always, always you, better to be prepared I guess you get to a point where
0: you're like well the, the girlfriend's gonna miss out on these presents and these presents because I've got to ship a bunch of stupid beanies <laughs> to people in America <laughs> 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 sorry you couldn't get that thing that you really wanted but uh no it was definitely appreciated and it was it was like an efficient thing you're like you sent me a photo and you had like all the bags and everything lined up and it was uh it was a whole thing so it was good it's
1: a, and that's one of the reasons why i offered i mean it's it wasn't a it wasn't a big deal because i have like a whole room in my office that's pretty much like a shipping center so i'm shipping out boxes almost daily uh for various for various reasons hikers whatever and so i'm like this will be easy i have all the equipment i have all the stuff i tried to at least go like easy you know, easy try and
0: keep it as you know like he's everything i can give you addresses you know names all that kind of stuff keep track of it like try and make his life somewhat easy so you're not like going so what's eric struthers address? Do i have to chase him up like no no, no I'll, I'll get you as much information as i can because there's always a bit of behind the scenes like you know because the case of this I, I always go like wait till you get it and then we'll you know send me your address wait till you get it before we worry yeah. about anything else but um yeah i mean i don't know i mean japan feels so lot, far away but um, the plan is, at least for me, is to, is to go to Japan. So I feel like there'll be a lot of drop-offs again. But I'm not. <laughs> it might just be next time. If it's too hard to post, you might just miss out. We might have It might have to become an attendance exclusive. I'm, I'm not sure yet. I'm not too. I think a little. So hey, be I sad.
1: I'm plan I'm plan on being there as well. So if you need a if you need another beanie mule, I. Right, like as long as it's not like sixty, I think we should be good. I think I I think customs might get on me a little bit if I start rolling (laughs) in that deep. But uh,
0: I always worried about that going in. The first time when I went to Chicago and I had them in the bag, I was I wasn't quite sure what the you know what the deal is and i sort of did some googling and blah 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 and especially because you know, they were just given away and i you're just not too sure if that's going to happen but the last few times but they don't care it's just it's not they won't they won't worry about more illicit stuff coming into the country i think rather than some stupid hats um yeah but uh yeah look you know japan we'll see like i, I always tend to limit them to about 50 and if we get enough people there i don't know i, I it's, it feels weird to just talk about it it feels like it's it's still far enough away to not have to worry about it yet. Or are you, are you secretly just sort of like, oh, I'll do a little Googling on the side.
1: So what's funny is we're actually, before we knew it, we were going to Japan for celebration, we actually have a trip planned to go to Japan uh, this November or October, November. So Recon. I'm not worrying about it in, until, and I didn't plan any of this trip. So I'm just kind of like, well, I'm going to go do this and then that'll be my learning experience. And I'll come back and act like I'm an expert, even though I did none of the legwork. Um, <laughs> well, you can at least and, go, well, uh, we just don't take a day out to that, check
0: though. out the, you know, go take a day to check out the exhibition center, or at least, you know, figure out where it is. And, you know, you don't have to go to the the car show or you, know, you get there. And it's like, oh, the car show is on at the exhibition. Center. Maybe I should just go and get a lay, get a check out on the layout, you know, find out where the, find out where the toilets are, find out what the, uh, the access is like. Um, that's probably Take some a photos, bit. you know, yeah. post them in recon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good idea. Well, the problem is, it's like you know, and I had that. Well, it's not a problem, but if you get anything that's close to local knowledge, which is what I had in London, everybody sort of turns to you and goes, "So, local person, like, what's the what's the deal here? What are we doing?" I'm like, oh, all right, well, let's just go to all the things that I know, and I'm like, that's, "That's all the local. I'll just impart my local local knowledge and just make everybody go to the
1: places I, I go to." Hey, I can't I can't speak to the pressure that maybe you felt from that, but I will say that the recommendations were awesome, and I had a blast. So. Hey, yeah i think everybody out well I think
0: everybody did yeah i mean we haven't done a um i am planning on doing like a proper celebration recap episode and i'll just invite whoever went along and we'll just talk about it in general but i just i just got so star wars out as i sort of just did in the intro like by the time i got the celebration and got back and then i did a mando screening when i got back and then i got COVID, and then may the fourth hit and Ooh. then visions came out and then survivor came out i just it was just too much star wars sometimes too much of a good thing can just be too much
1: I I feel that I I there was, a, there was a bit I think I think I hit that right at the end of the Mando or middle of the Mando season, where I think I was just kind of got caught up in all of it. And I'm like I just need to I need like a break. Yeah. But then I think Celebration kind of rejuvenated it a little bit for me and uh, yeah, I'm excited like yeah, I'm excited the excited to talk about Survivor and just all that fun. yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: let's um actually before we get to survivor because we are going to talk about jedi survivor and i want to do that but we are going to talk spoilers so i think what we'll do is we'll, we'll come to that a little bit later and therefore if you're just listening because you want to listen and eventually you don't want stuff spoiled because you, you know people will just turn off <laughs> i'm sure we'll just touch on visions uh were you in the visions panel i'm just trying to remember were you were. i you was there? not in the Visions no, panel you were that
1: was uh that was that was one of the ones i did not go to i don't remember why but i wasn't there
0: you're too busy just walking the floor getting the I think it was the last day, you know, it's, it's always sort of like, Oh, do I walk the floor one more time? Do I, I walk past that piece of merch? I haven't quite decided I'm going to buy yet. And I'm an hour
1: and... I feel like that was at the same time as the, uh, the, the micro galaxy squadrons toy line panel that I really wanted to go to. Cause I hadn't been to any of the small panels and I, I'm, I'm glad I went cause it was just super, super weird and goofy. Was that the I, yeah? I love that. I love that line. Uh, No, that was uh, up in the upstairs, one with the weird, we had to kind of go across the hallway up the escalators and like in that weird little area. Uh, Twin Suns. I guy I
0: actually went to Twin Suns the whole time. I think we tried to get in there. Uh, We tried to get an overflow for one of the panels and couldn't get in and that was about it. But like the collector stage was the biggest fail of the whole thing because they stuck it next to the live stage in this weird little open marquee thing uh, that had an open roof and it was just like I went in there for one panel and I lasted about two minutes. And again, he was like,
1: boom, boom,
0: boom, boom, and then like. Woo!
1: I think I saw you shortly after that, where you just walked up. You're like, the collector's panel, the collector stage is ridiculous. And it's like, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. I yeah, know. I do feel bad for them that they're like four feet away from the the Star Wars live stage. But especially something Oops. like that
0: that's so niche, and it's all very like, you know, at least the one I went to, and it was. It was something Ken. It was old school Kenner related toys and stuff. I think they were talking about like the Droids line or something. You know, something quite niche. So it requires an ex- explanation and the pictures, and they talk to it. So it's very sort of like talky. It's not sort of shouty. Uh, so I don't know what I don't know what happened there. And especially when you walk down past where the live stage was, and there's just these huge big areas of just you know where they had the, the drinks tables and nothing, the food and just, nothing, just big areas. I yeah. could have literally just stuck the marquee in the corner there. And it would have been fired yeah. anyway. Anyway, I think they've learnt their lessons. Um, yeah, so with the Visions panel, we saw the Ardman one in the room, which is the claymation. I'm assuming you've seen Visions, now, yeah? And if you haven't seen yep. it, you can- watch yep, them, okay. all. them all. Watch uh, them all.
1: Did you do it in one sitting, or did you do it over a couple of days? I did it in one sitting, but then I kind of revisited a couple of them later, a couple of days later that I- especially some of the later ones, because I've watched them like at midnight my time. And so it was probably about two in the morning when I watched them the later ones. So I watched a couple of those again uh, to kind of refresh on them.
0: Yeah. Um, Look, I I thought it was really good. I I thought it was more... I always thought it was more accessible this season, probably just because it was all less anime. So you had a few different sort of approaches and things. So I think the storytelling was a little bit more... Um, probably really easier to get into and a little bit more accessible but it was kind of funny yeah. like after after watching all of them and I don't think I did I think I did them all over about two days it was a bit like all right it's either going to be somebody stuck under the thumb of the Empire or it's going to be some sort of Jedi and a Sith facing off like it felt like it kind of fell on those two categories probably apart from the Armin one which I think was actually quite a anomaly um not to say that they weren't good but it was kind of like oh yeah they're either there was still at least two sort of because I guess they're just avoiding normal continuity so that's sort of like that's kind of where they both
1: felt I don't know if you if you thought that but yeah I mean to kind of the the higher level I I agree with what you said about season two being more accessible like I I I liked season two a lot more, not that I didn't like season one, but I think the the types of storytelling that I'm not a huge anime fan. I like a little bit, but yep. the 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 variety that in season two was really cool. But I, I see what you're saying with the there there's it's kind of tropey at times. I wonder if they continue to do more seasons of visions, like people will branch away from that because there was a couple of them that I really liked where I'm like they really they really took a risk and it. I have a bunch of like behind the scenes questions and like so do the studios know what other studios are going to be doing or is it just completely blind um like is there any coordination like what if two of them come together with like a a very similar idea yeah um to maybe avoid that tropiness and things like that but no i really enjoyed it yeah i mean there was
0: certainly a lot of them where i'm like oh this has got legs like like the something like the bandits of golak or something like that just like oh like that inquisitor design was so cool and just the sort of the you know Southeast Asian Indian design. I'm like that could just be a whole planet or a series, or that was just. I mean, I suppose that's for all. All of them had sort of legs where you could sort of run with it and and, and um and try something different and, and and expand that. You know, in the stars, it was, it was really good, and yeah, they're all like I. I just thought the general storytelling of each one were all a lot more accessible on the way in, and they all had a sort of definitive beginning and end and stuff. But it, yeah um yeah lots of lightsabers lots of kids discovering they had the force at the end and you know there's a lot of that that yeah like a hit that beat a lot of times as well
1: i like the ones that really kind of compressed the story beginning middle and end but also made you think about kind of the larger complicate like the 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 larger complications like for me screecher's reach was top tier i loved it it's dark and it's not the most positive but i but i think just the questions that you kind of come up with like, it's only a 15 minute episode, but if I can think about it and just keep thinking about it for hours and hours and hours and days and months later of like, so was the, like the one that always gets me. I'm like, so was the witch put inside the cave by the other one as a sole like purpose of testing? Kind of yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's like maybe It's like, Oh, she's the older, maybe she was the master at one time. And then the younger one put her in there. It's like, Nope, we're going to keep you alive, but you're trapped here. It's like, Oh, that's, yeah brutal that's so that dark. Sure so where dark, that but... one
0: was going as well and like and that was you know that took that took some and, and again because it was that there was a lot of like young person discovering they've got the force kind of thing though there was probably three or four of those maybe even more that had that um and flipping it on its head a little at the end you know going like mm-hmm. no i'm gonna i'm gonna embrace the dark side which was quite you know quite something different um and it felt like there was probably a bunch of discussions going like hey we can't just you know we can't just do the, <laughs> the same one as, as well and it almost i think almost all of them had a was a a young girl protagonist in probably two-thirds of them as well which was sort of you know what
1: well, almost makes me it, it makes me wonder if this is similar to like what marvel what if did for like the the next couple movies where it's like it kind of introduces a concept that's going to be really hard for people to swallow in a movie like the multiverse and all these crazy things. I wonder if this was similar for the acolyte. And then also, um, skeleton crew where it's like, Hey, we're gonna have a bunch of really young led stories. And Hey, we're also going to talk about the dark side and kind of the evil side of things. And like, Hey, here's our dipping our toe in the water. Yep. How are we, how are we feeling? How are we feeling? And the next thing you know, we're going to go full force with these two shows. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Going from there.
0: Absolutely, but I thought you know I thought the animation stuff was great. Like the stop motiony things were great. The you know even the 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 first one I think it was what was that one? I've got a list of them here. That's why I can pull these names out of the top of my head. The Sith one, the you know it had, which had was yeah. sort of you know close to the Spider Verse sort of that sort of slightly arty style with the you know the, yeah. the frame, the way that they they sort of remove frames to make it sort of the movement stuff like quite interesting and stuff as well. Um, yeah, I look, I think it's a great great thing. I hope they do it again. Like I'd love to see an Australian studio. I don't even know what the deal with a local studios in Australia is, but you could, you know, if you could find a way to touch into that, whether it was using like Australian, you know, indigenous culture or something that's unique to us as well, that's never you know, never been seen anywhere the Star Wars before, that would be right, quite cool. If you could tap creative people like that, like you know, come on, KK, let's 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 throw the net out even again. At the same time, you go like, oh, I'd love to see more of that one or, or bring it on or yeah. And I remember when, like, when Visions 1 came out, it was like, oh, I wonder if they'll continue any of these. <laughs> um,
1: still could. I'd love, to, I'd love to see them continued in comics or novels. Like, I, I, I know a lot of people really wish that you would do them and, like, get full TV shows. But, like, the the cynic side of me is, like... But when it's when it's small and bite sized then it has no room to get bad or, like, write themselves into a hole. It's, like, it's just this perfect little bite-sized 15 10 minute nugget of like just a, a glimpse uh, a couple frames of, of the universe uh, and i really like that and you can forget the ones you don't like and and, and really love the ones you do
0: it makes uh, you wonder like and go from there i mean obviously like start you know lucas don't have to sign off on the scripts and all that sort of thing like that and i wonder if there are instances where they push the boat out and they kind of go oh you know like i know the timelines don't match up but if it had been say three or four years ago they did it and one of the studios is like, oh, we're going to do a thing where it's like a young Yoda or a baby Yoda speak. You know what I mean? If they have done that, they're like, oh, you know. Yeah. Uh, and, and how do you tell them like, oh, we can't do that because we're going to do it or you're like oh we'd like you to focus on this or this or just cut that idea out or you know two years later they're watching going like oh goddamn like they did baby Yoda <laughs> you know, there's yeah, a,
1: we're going to do a story on dash rendar and they're like no no you're not we've got you're big plans to for dash, dash rendar, rendar, rendar. sorry <laughs> he's coming he's yeah. coming
0: in the uh, the end of the empire movie which i still think will be called end of the empire <laughs> i don't i don't know that came out the other there was some article that came out the other day where they actually were like it's called end of the empire but i i I just think they'll call it that just for the brand recognition. The falarion. I, I sit
1: on both sides. I I sit on the both sides of that fence of like I, I want it to be named that, but at the same time, I hope it's not called that. I'm torn. I'm torn internally. Ask me. Ask me again in a year or a couple months, and uh, and I'll, I'll have a different opinion on that one. We'll see. I wonder
0: how deep they'll go. Like, I wonder how if they would literally just cherry pick the name and. Cherry pick thrawn, obviously, and you know, the Pallions in there as well. But if they get into the Mara Jade Talon card, whether they start plucking those sort of characters and populating, whether they they, they go there. Um I don't know. I've got a feeling that I don't know. It's it's a weird thing because it's sort of like I... this 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 pull of mining the material because you know that there'll be a reaction to it. But also I think like if is kind of running it, I still think he wants to use his stuff.
1: Yeah, it's it I'm I'm interested to see how it goes because I'm curious of who kind of the main prota- protagonist antagonist are going to be because it has to be digestible in a movie form for everybody. So it's got to be able to kind of come in and people got to be able to sit down and watch it, not be like, "Oh, hey, you need to go back and watch Clone Wars, Rebels, read these books, Ahsoka, Mando and to really understand it." So I'm curious of how they're going to really tie that together. And I hope it's not like watered down. I, I real, I, I'm really hoping it's not that. I don't think it will be, hmm. but I'm I'm curious to see kind of the logistics of it. Of what's the opening scene going to be? It's like you all of a sudden you walk in it's Ahsoka and the Rebels crew just hanging out. Yeah, like all right, let's go get Thrawn, and on off we go. Yeah, does it um, just feel like we'll you know
0: to be continued at the movies? You know, like Ahsoka, you know, whatever Mando season four ends or whatever Ahsoka season two ends. And it's like, you know, to be continued and Heir of the Empire coming in theaters in 2026 or whatever the hell it's going to be. And whether you're going, all right, well, are we just, are we literally picking up where we left off? And there's going to be like a crawl at the start that says, hey, previously in Ahsoka, blah, blah, blah. Or is it more set up that you're introducing all these other characters in and stuff like that? You know, it's already a pretty crowded deck. You're like, you're bringing in, you know, with the Ahsoka series, you're bringing in five or six new characters just there, let alone. All the Mando verse people and whoever the Skeleton Crew people are going to be, and um, and they're obviously not going to be able to help themselves. But they'll throw Luke Skywalker in there and maybe even some other people if they can get the the likeness rights of certain actors. Uh, and then that throws in like yeah, be, th- even that that throws in like three P O and R two and um, Lando and like all all of the, all of a sudden you've just got like this like thirty five people in this movie that you've got to try and balance out.
1: So so my question is, do you think it will be do you think the movie will take place in like the universe as we know it, like the the known regions? Or do you think it will require and that's how they kind of lose the Luke and the three PO and everything, like they they go No, I think they it'll go find be, them.
0: It'll be the no, it'll be like this is the big threat to the new republic and it's happening on your doorstep and you know We've kept it reasonably vague about what happens in here, and there could be, you know, another humongous adventure. then this is this is it, and these people are in it, and it's going down in places that we are familiar with. Whether it's your Coruscant, of course, Tatooine will probably get a run, and all those, you know, all that kind of stuff. And who knows? Like it might be, they might go. You know what? We're going to run this as a trilogy. This is going to run till twenty thirty there's you know no reason why it can't but potentially if we do it if we do it like that and whether they do what were the other movies it was um dark force rising uh, was the second per- one and what was the third one i've got the books are somewhere Someone's um, yelling out right now
1: last command yeah, I could, it? last command about i can i can picture the covers i just yeah the command. Yeah, like, yeah command something
0: mara jade's in some weird like camouflage i think on, on the cover of one of them um
1: yeah, so I don't, I'm sure don't. I'm the only person who thinks this, but do you think it will? Have they confirmed that it will be in theaters, or do you think there's a possibility it could be a Disney Plus uh, special, ah. like a like a movie event there? I'd assume theaters.
0: I think when that was introduced, you like Kathy Kennedy specifically said out theatrical. I mean, maybe if it turns out to be four hours long, they might have to do it on Disney Plus. But I think the it seems like they're going to spend money. So yeah. I think they want that sweet, sweet, and they, you know, and the thing is, they can put it on Disney Plus three months later anyway. You might as well have a have a crack yeah. at it, and I can't see that it wouldn't make money. Who knows? It might not do saga film numbers, but who knows? Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to have Star Wars back at the cinema. I'm, I'm quite. Did, yeah, did oh you, yeah. Either did, way, I'm excited. Did you go Return it, the Jedi at all when it came back? Did you stop in?
1: So they, we didn't have it anywhere close to me. Uh, I would have had to have drive like three hours away to. To go watch it, but yeah, I got. I wanted that to. Weekend. I, it was on the weekend. <laughs> I, I live vicariously through everybody else and all of their excitement. So
0: <laughs> that was enough. Um,
1: it's, as, it's, it's enough that I could actually have.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, I was going to take my daughter because uh, she hasn't seen it, but we haven't finished Empire yet. And then I got covered and it just became like, oh, this is just too hard. And it was on sort of one afternoon, and I wish I'd done it, but at the same time, I'm just gone. It, it'll it'll be back they'll they'll do it they'll do it again um so yeah visions happy happy about visions happy to do more i say the more the merrier keep doing it i hope people like it um yeah bring it on i say but let's uh let's pivot to survivor um what's your pla- are you what's your platform of choice when when the star wars came out Do you bust out the console or are you pc man you've got a bit of everything so i am
1: a i'm a console
0: your console i will man. play
1: kind of yeah i will play console stuff like that for for games like this yeah yeah, yeah Same. yes i think I, I played this on ps5
0: yeah i did too so i basically had a choice between the ps5 and xbox and i just went ps5 just because i think i just prefer the controller <laughs> basically what it came down to because they're about the same price and in retrospect i usually get xbox because then i i like let my brother borrow the game after I'm finished, and he's Xbox. But for this point, I was like, oh well, sorry, Cam. sorry, Cam, <laughs> you'll just have to get it yourself or borrow my borrow my PlayStation, basically. um And yeah, I finished it, and I was I was actually thinking about like, oh maybe because it's quite a bit, been out not that long, and I was like, oh I finished it, maybe I'll sell it and buy Tears of the Kingdom, and then I was like, ah, oh, I'll just buy Tears of the Kingdom. You never know, I might want to bust it out again, but. Um, I'd sort of you know been carving out time to play it here and there. Um how long did it take you to get through? Do you usually sort of plow through stuff? Do you try and savor it?
1: Oh no, there's no way I can savor it. Are you it's worried about the, getting spoiled? The ADHD... Like I've got to then and, and like the ADHD too, is too strong that if like if I don't go fast, I'll just be I'll like I'll get bored and just never come back to it. Yeah. Um and the big a big thing was we have so many of our friends who are streaming it that like you kind of got into this catch 22 it's like i started the streaming at first but then it's like no one's watching it because no one wants to be spoiled and i want to watch my friends so it's like i'm just going to sit down and just blast through this thing i think i beat it in a couple of days yeah just sat down and just got it got it done do you
0: go like so, normal yeah. mode and then try to get back onto it harder or are you like when it's done it's done like unless i'm sort of like i'm, a, I'm not an amazing gamer so like normal is fine for me i'll just play
1: normal mode on something um I, I went in really arrogant and I was like, oh, I've been playing a lot of games recently. I'm going to do like hard mode. And I that lasted about 20 minutes. Um, and I was like, no, this is... Too hard. This, is and then I, <laughs> this hard mode's too hard. And then, Why did they tell me this hard mode was and hard? Then, <laughs> and so I, then I did most of the game, like whatever the one right above story is. Uh, and then near the end, I was just like, I, I only care about the story. So I think for like the last chunk I did, uh, I did story mode just because I wanted to, yeah i was was invested i'm like i want to see how this goes yeah i I did i
0: did normal all the way through and then one or two points there was one point i mean we can talk spoilers but anyway like pretty much the final fight and i got through on normal mode and i got to the last like the very very last bit and i had this much power and he had by this power and i just got killed and i'm like i'm not going through all that again i'm just going to bump this down a bit, and I feel like, I'd, I feel like I'd, I'd effectively won, so I just bumped it down to slightly easier to finish that bit, but I think that was the only bit, and maybe um, one, or two, one other bit as well, which we'll get into as well, um, yeah, look, I i really enjoyed it, I, on a PS5, I didn't have any issues running it, um, my TV at home is a 4k, but my Xbox is hooked up to the 4k, so I've only got 1080p through the PlayStation, so I just ran it on whatever performance mode or whatever it was and i didn't have any issues it looked fine from where i was sitting i didn't really care (laughs) if it wasn't slightly looking nicer or whatever so i had no issues with it it ran really good i had one point where i got glitched and i got stuck um and it was god i think on the second time you go back to the moon base and there's the guy is it Rayloft or Ryloth or the guy who's like got the spaghetti arms the lizard arms the- oh Ravus Ravus so the first time you fight him so basically you get to a point you know where he grabs you and basically he kind of chucks you away and you fall down a hole or whatever so i did that yeah. and then i got chucked down the hole and I had to sort of go through my steps again to get back and then basically got to the 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 point where i had to walk through and open the door and the door was gone and there was just like, I was in an invisible wall where I couldn't walk through and I couldn't continue and I'd been dropped in at a point where I it was impossible for me to double back to a, like a meditation point to restart re or anything. So I basically, I couldn't go backwards yeah. and I couldn't go forwards um, and that went on for about half an hour and I was just like, what am I going to do here? Am I going to have to start all over? Like, this is doing my head in. and I was like Googling it, you know, there's a few people in the same thing and then... I effectively walked along the wall and walked past the door and there was one point where I could now slightly move back and forth and jump. and I basically just started jumping up around swinging my lightsaber and I just sort of fell through the wall and fell into the bit and kept going. I'm going, all
1: right, well, that's something that's better than being stuck. <laughs> I feel like everybody's got that that story. Everybody I've watched and myself included have had a, uh, an instance where you do something slightly odd that maybe the game isn't expecting. And then next thing you know, you're behind a wall, you fell through the floor. Uh, you're, you're in an area where like the one that happened for me was I, I, I did a weird jump and I fell and like somehow survived. Cause I was kind of like glitching down the wall. Yeah. And then like, but nothing was then interactive. I was just like in the map and everything was just dead. So I'm like, I'm kind of walking around in circles, doors won't open. I can't grab on bars. The wind isn't blowing. And just nothing. I'm just like, well, <laughs> here I am. You just kind of similar to the same thing. You just kind of jump around and try to figure out like what there's like must be a trigger
0: that yeah. like
1: enables your area. But yeah, I had I had the same kind of thing. No, no major issues. It was glitchy at times, but I sat on my couch just. It it was stuttery here and there, but yeah. I was really just invested in the story for the most part.
0: Yeah, it it it's funny because I've just started. I've started just started playing tears of the kingdom with which is the new zelda game which is just it's just so good like don't get me wrong like i thought jedi survivor was really good but this is it's just so good but you know one of the things that that is you know pretty much if you've got the the means you can climb up and walk up and go up anywhere you want really and i think survivor one of the things that did my head in probably the only criticism i really had was the jumping stuff and even jumping on walls and areas where I felt like I should be able to climb. And it was very unclear of where to climb and how to, sometimes I couldn't get up things and it would clip a lot of times when you hit walls. And I was kind of just like, this is weird because logically I probably should get to get here. And I know it's like some games, they make it more obvious the bits you can climb up. And this was, wasn't super obvious, but it was obvious enough. But like just some of the jumping mechanics, like every time there was like the shortcut rope, if you weren't like perfectly in the middle and made a perfect jump right in front of the, you know so many times i went to jump a shortcut and just fell off the edge i'm going how did i like i was yeah. literally right there like make the just make the whole hit area huge what difference does it make you know what i'm doing i'm trying to jump on the thing like that just did my head in like i didn't mind the you know the jumping gets more complicated as you go along you started doing more time jumps and you know you got to jump jump and another jump and get across and i was all right with most of that but there was just some of them where I'm like, I'm just falling like right through an
1: area where I should be able to grab onto something and just, yeah. Um, those bars, those bars are the worst. It's like you, you go through the, like the swinging pipes. It's like you hit it and you miss it. You won't grab it at all, but you're off to the side and somehow you just like jerk back. And next thing you're swinging on the pipe. I'm like, I have, yeah, it makes no sense. Well, there was
0: one point on Jakku, I think it was, and I got in this sort of like bit where there's walls everywhere and my first instinct was to go, oh, this is the way I go. And I'm jumping past this bit over and over and nothing. I'm like, well, obviously that's not it. And I got to a point where like 10, 15 minutes went by and I'm like, all right, I'm just going to quickly check a YouTube thing. And the, some person's just done what I've done and they've just stood in a slightly different spot and hit the bar at a different point. I'm like, I was there. Like, I'm already there. Like, let me let me commit to that. And even um, the stage in Jakku, when you first go there and, you know, it's sort of like you're looking over the wasteland and it's like, well, don't go in the sand down there because there's like a giant monster. Um, You know, if you jump in the sand... And I, like, went all the way around, faffed around for about 45 minutes, going, like, where do I go? What do I do here? And then just missed time to jump and happened to be on one piece of sand that I could run across. Like, I could, I can run across there, even though you've educated me not to go down there. So I haven't gone down there. But if I take a very specific quick run, I can get across. Like, I could have just known that. You could have saved me four to five minutes (laughs) I would have just run across because I'd given up running across, basically. Because I was getting eaten every time I went down,
1: but anyway, small things. So, so to your point, to your point, so I I too am playing Tears of the Kingdom and I think, so I love Jedi Survivor and, but I love it primarily for the story and just kind of the lore and the, and, and just being able to be a Jedi. I will say, I don't think it, it doesn't for me encourage exploration and experimentation because like you said, it's like the number of times that I got like stuck on a rock because I'm like, can I climb this? Next thing you know, I'm like jittering yeah. down yeah, like, a, like a 30-degree slope. I'm like, what, what is happening? Like, why can't I get up there? And, but that's one thing I think is the opposite with Tears of the Kingdom, not to make it about that. But it's like, you can do anything. Yeah. If you can see it, you can you can figure out a way to get there. And I think that's awesome. And I, I think it's hilarious. The story I don't even know what the story is, <laughs> but I'm enjoying doing the things that you do in that game. Uh, where but, it's kind of more, yeah. Hey, it's try and fail. like I was trying it's to get, a, you
0: know, trying to get across a chasm in Tears of the Kingdom, and I strung like four logs together, and then it would just fall down the hole. And even though I'm just like I spent ten minutes trying to figure this out, your brain goes, "I'll oh, just get it again." You know what I mean? Like it's it's so as opposed to being yeah. frustrated because the physics and the possibility is there, as opposed to being going. I think I can go up there and like you said, I'm just hitting a wall and I'm just clipping and now I'm just clipping, falling down the wall. Um, And I'd played, just before Jedi Survivor came out, I played Ghost of Tsushima again. And it's got slightly similar mechanics with the parrying and the blocking and stuff, but I felt Ghost of Tsushima was a lot more precise and a lot more rewarded you. I don't know. It just felt like I was getting a lot more bang for my buck on my parries and my blocks. I just felt half the time in Jedi Survivor, I was Thought I was blocking it, and I was still getting whacked around a little bit. But um, I was I was a very OG lightsaber stance man. I was like, just give me the one hit, the traditional single blade. That's all I want. I'll use a double every now and then, but I, I didn't, you know, I didn't want the blaster. I didn't blaster. I wasn't interested in the cross uh, That's my
1: that was my favorite one. Oh, really? Just like I could stand on, the, I could stand, I could stand far away and take out a bunch of people and be like, all right, I've simplified. I've simplified the playing field with my blaster and now I'll go in and be impatient with a lightsaber. Uh, yeah. I mean, there was plenty of yeah, times
0: I where I, by the time I got about three quarters through, I was like, all right, just don't run in lightsaber. Just take your time, stand back, you know, hit, run, hit, run, hit, run. But let's, um, let's talk the story. Um, I thought the story was cool. I, uh, I had to sort of remind myself of what had sort of happened in the last one. I didn't read the books or anything like that. Um, you know, the band had sort of broken up the original crew, kind of broken up Cal Kestis is kind of running. We won't recap the story exactly. People watched, played it and stuff, but I thought it was cool the way they did it. I thought Cameron Monaghan does a really good job. Um, I liked, uh, what's his name? Cree, the guy who was like, you know, the little guy with the forearms. I liked how he was crazy. Kind of in- yeah, he was in holiday mode. He'd sort of grown his grays out. He has a little like chain and stuff going. And he was running the bar and stuff. That was quite cool. Um, and yeah, I thought you know, I thought the idea was, I was good that they incorporated stuff like the hidden path and things. So, is it supposed to take place? I'd heard pretty much the same time as Obi Wan. Is that correct? I'd heard that that was running. It was running similar time timeline wise. I don't know that if that's true or seems not. Seems like it would
1: make sense. Yeah, seems like it would make sense.
0: Yeah. Um, and then obviously uh, you get the new guy, uh, the jetpack boy, who kind of joins the crew. Um. Who, I mean, let's spoil this. is going to be spoiled. So, if you haven't played Jedi Survivor or you don't want it spoiled, you know, bad luck. No, just turn off. Don't, turn, you know, but come back next week if you're going to turn off. Otherwise, we're going to take expo- spoilers and stuff. Uh, so he Thanks for stopping by. Yeah, thanks for stopping by. But here's Jedi <laughs> Survivor supporter. So, basically, he, uh, he's, he's the sort of the betrayer at the end. So, it's, it, they sort of have two, um, sort of bad guys they have a sort of a resurrected jedi who'd be in stasis or you know whatever living in a back to tank from the high republic so i did like that they brought in the high republic and he'd sort of gone crazy and and um, lost his arm and and he was working with that other guy who was running the bandits and stuff and it's quite interesting because you, you dispose of them about three quarters through the game i suppose um yeah so, yeah that's all right. and then it's revealed that uh they get sold out by the guy who'd sort of join you you know jetpack guy who it was kind of interesting because I'm going he's either going to betray them or he's going to get killed off here because he's mentioning his family a lot, which is always a bad sign. Um, And I'm actually surprised he did have, I actually kind of thought that was just a cover. So the fact that he actually did have a a kid for real was slightly interesting. It blew
1: my mind that he was, that he was like had a red lightsaber. That's the part that really threw me. Like when we first, when I first started playing, I was watching other people stream. Like when I played, I noticed some stuff, very early on Coruscant where like he did weird things with his eyes, like where he would kind of like linger at a conversation like too long. So I'm like, ah, uh, he's, I don't trust him. And so <laughs> Shifty eyes. I, was, I was actually on a, I was actually, <laughs> I feel really bad because I was on Haw's stream very early. Like it's like first or second time playing through and he bode came up and this was, I was still pretty early in the game too. I'm like, yeah, I don't trust him. I think he's, I think he's a bad guy. And they're all like, no, no, no. Like, oh uh, he's, no he's fine he's cool he's like a bounty hunter he's got a jetpack i'm like no nope, i don't trust him and so i feel bad now <laughs> well, i'm like oh just, dang he actually he, he actually is like well you can speculate that's, that's what it's all great. about um but yeah he was quite a good character so yeah like he
0: he had a red lightsaber so it was kind of there was quite an interesting bit where cal kestis is just like how did i not see this coming like it, it was it was almost like that palpatine how the jedi not know that palpatine's a sith kind of thing and um yeah. it's kind of explained away it's not really addressed fully about why that is the case but he's a bit just like oh dude like he's been here the whole time sitting in the back of the ship just kind of cruising around looking cool um yeah I did like um so one of the big things of the game obviously towards the end is that uh Cal basically starts using the dark side um which you know c- can veer into force unleashed if you're not careful um but what I really really liked about it uh, which I thought was so clever is that you can kind of choose to use it to beat the game easier. Like it literally is the easy path. Like if you wanted you know towards the end when things get hard and there's waves of enemies and you have to go in there and start clearing house, you can and the meter kind of fills up a lot quicker and you can sort of double click the buttons and all of a sudden you're using dark side, you can kind of clear out um it's kind of like an easy way to do it. So it's literally this thing. Like well, I'm going, oh, like if I, if I, cause I think that maybe the first time you do it, you don't really have a choice. And then after it's kind of just there yeah. that you can do it. And I'm going, am I going to like break the game? Like, am I going to get some weird, bad ending if I keep using it here? Or I, I don't know. I felt like I had like a real dilemma in, like, in it, which was quite clever. I thought.
1: I thought it was interesting that like, I felt, I, I found myself tapping into my own frustration with it of like, you get to a part where it's like, I'm just like, I just want to get through this. And the, the way the controls that they use to do it, it's almost like, like you click in both sticks. It's like, I I'm just, I'm mad. Squeeze it. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, it's all kind of goes hand in hand. It's like, it's not even Cal's anger and frustration. It's mine. I'm like, I just, I want to kill all of these, all of these (laughs) stormtroopers, all of these uh, droids. And it's just, I thought it was really cool too. It didn't go. I was nervous when you first did it. I'm like, and you realize you still get to keep doing it I'm like please don't go force un- force unleashed yeah but i thought they did a- i thought they did a really good job with it and uh and it's cool because it's quite well.
0: interesting because he, he sort of does it at one point in the game and it, it, even acknowledges and it, it's uh, is it Mira? he's sort of his girlfriend you know he's, he even admits that he's you know he's really worried and stuff and so you've kind of got this thing going if i just keep using this bit that's available to me am i gonna just you know even in like the last fight and stuff it's like am i going to use the dark side to finish this guy off here like is it what's this what's going to happen am i gonna just you know do the glowy red eyes like i i, I saw a lot of like p- people talking about gray jedis and stuff online today and i don't know if that's the ba- off the back of that maybe people are just freely speaking spoilers now because it's been out for a few weeks um i think the kind of concept of gray jedi is kind of dumb and i don't think that's what he's done he's just been tempted by the dark side um but i like the idea that he kind of tapped in and pulled himself back a little bit like he's a lot of the story was a bit like uh well you know i'm a jedi but the rule uh, there's no one really keeping tabs on me anymore um i can have a girlfriend and i can
1: i think the concept of a gray jedi is kind of like flawed because it's well i can i can use dark side things when it's when it's convenient it's like that's but you're know you're knowingly kind of doing it so you're you're kind of not great i think with cal i think it kind of it does a good job of acknowledging that, you know, we have good days, bad days. We're all fallible. Um, And just because he's a light side individual doesn't mean if he gets mad, like it's going to manifest and come out like whether, whether he wants it to or not. And then just acknowledging that, that fight, that balance of you're not perfect. That gets, that's, that's just the nature of it. And the fact that Marin, like, I do feel like they kind of, they, they, they acknowledged it, but I feel like it kind of like left some things open. I don't know if that's going to be sorted out in the, like a follow up, like a post the game, but I do yep. feel like there's an element of like, yeah, I, I need to be good. It's like, okay, then like the, the ending kind of touched on a little bit, but I still feel like there's maybe a little bit left uh, unaddressed or maybe that's just what it's supposed to be. It's that is the way things are. You know, there's going to be times where you struggle and yeah. you, you tap into it, but then you acknowledge it and, and try to do better
0: and also like um if it was something that was had been under the old order they probably would have kicked him out just for that you know like there's just for that one indiscretion you know especially the sort of the way that the order sort of felt like it was you know sort of phantom menace time that they'd just be like well now you're done dog in, in this case he's you know because he was so i mean he was brought up in that sort of dogmatic thing now and now it's like well the world's not so black and white we don't have total control we don't have the luxury of just being able to you know, move on some, move on some people, and get some more people in. Um, but I like the idea that there was a, you know, the idea of a hidden planet that they could hide. And I, and I, I did kind of think, oh, are they gonna just? Is this gonna be the convenient? That's where the Jedi go for the next. You know, that that's why they're not there during the movie. Is <laughs> they're, they're hiding out in the hidden planet. Like I like the I
1: the idea of that. I've made that joke a couple times. I'm like, that's Tantalor and the world between worlds is gonna be where Ahsoka. Ezra, Cal, they're every. They're all going to be in all these places. It's like, oh, we're all in, we're all in Tantalor now, and we can't
0: to show up during End of the Empire. You know, the, the, it's the Avengers yeah. End Game. The portal opens, and all the Jedi who've been trading, who've come through the hidden path, have all been. I mean, it's quite an interesting concept that if that's where the hidden path leads, and there's just this sort of like mass of people who go there or even in the next game they go okay maybe we end up getting 50 to 100 people on that planet and then something happens and we get stuck there for an indefinite point of time that we have this resource that we can tap into that we can pull out and for whatever reason um it's an interesting it's an interesting thing and i don't think it has to be too beholden to i don't know to the films or hey i don't know it's always that weird bouncing act isn't it like you want more of this stuff but you sort of beholden to the you know by the time ray ray comes around she's the last her and luke are the last ones there and like how many does luke have did they? did luke train all of them were they there for a while we got
1: 30 years what can happen um it'll be interesting to see how they i feel like they inevitably have to answer some of these questions with some of these upcoming movies with the ray movie with the the Felony movie it's like some of us will inevitably have to be addressed like we're kind of getting some culmination points where like where where was cal what's cal doing what's where grogu who what's he where's he at yeah uh yeah so it'll be interesting
0: yeah yeah um i really like the Jeddah stuff i love the idea i like that they just being able to explore the planet even though it's sort of like another desert planet i liked all the old architecture and the temples and you know they had the library there and it was also a bit just like, oh, they actually had a pretty good setup there, and it all got <laughs> it all got destroyed. Like it's just like, oh, they had that cool library there, and that I mean that fight where the the Empire discovered their hideout, and you play as a Seer. Um, I thought that was awesome. That might have been the best part of the game, actually. That was um,
1: that was wild, really that was, fun, that was like,
0: crazy, really big big scope stuff, and throwing the boulders down to the to the Adats and stuff. I thought was really cool and. Yeah, that's what the, sort of when the scale really kicked in. I know we're all over the shop here, but yeah. that
1: that 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 fight was crazy. The, like before that on, I think Jeddah was probably my favorite planet. Um, the part where you meet Marin and that giant spider bot thing was like, oh yeah, like dr- drilling into the wall. That part was insane too. It's like all my favorite parts are on Jeddah, and I think even the puzzles on Jeddah were better too. How they have like those three temples with like the marbles. Yep. they you're moving around and like this is i thought just that was a unique it wasn't the same kind of meditation chamber you get use the goo to yeah, destroy yeah, use the, walls, the laser like just, and i thought the... it was really interesting yeah. yeah
0: yeah i think they did pretty well the puzzles i thought were pretty good not too bad i can usually figure the puzzles out you know eventually um I didn't have to cheat on any of the puzzles and stuff like that. And I liked the I was sort of like wandering around. Did you did you like go straight to the Rancor pit when you started? Like pretty much the first thing I did, not not on purpose. I just yep. explored a thing and fell down the Rancor pit and I was you know got my got killed within five seconds repeatedly and then went,
1: I wonder if I actually have to do this. And then I just walked out the thing and just left the Rancor down there. <laughs> So that that was definitely the uh, one of the first things I did on Kobo, and that is that is the thing that made me lower the difficulty down from like the highest yep. down to like a normal or easy. Because I I went and went down that cave, and it's like, oh cool, a rancor, this will be fun. And it's like, it's not little right. little did we know. It's like okay, I'm like, this is dumb. Like, what am I doing? Why like, yeah. oh, am I fighting this thing right now? Uh, well, I went back. I think the yeah, last
0: the last when I got you know probably eighty percent of the way through the game probably before just before you go to the last showdown I was like all right let's let me just cut a lap around kobo here and have a look and see what I have haven't have done here now that I've got all the abilities to open doors and you know jump further and I'll just sort of you know pick up all the, and I hadn't gotten all the um you know like the different hairstyles and all that kind of stuff and I completely didn't find the shop where you buy all the, the hairstyles and stuff until probably two-thirds through the game I just completely missed it and then went in and went, oh, I can buy the mullet and the and the mustache and you know. So all of a sudden, there's these emotional scenes, you know, where Seer dies and Cal's all upset, and he's just got this like headband with a mullet and a big handlebar mustache. And, he, and I gave him like the sleeveless thing with the bandolier. He just looked like the biggest Darrow, and. Uh, I was. It is doing this really intensive acting and going. Oh, this is just kind of funny. Really, wouldn't, wouldn't really play the other. I sort of see.
1: Things. I see that you like to play similar, similar to I do. It's like I. I usually just put him in the most ridiculous looking outfit, and including and BD the lightsaber and my gun. I. I always try it first. I'm like, oh, that looks cool. Then it just always devolves into like it's neon orange and green with a y- yeah, with a blue yeah. thing, and it just everything's just horribly ugly. It's like, yeah, that's. I just, uh, especially when everything is kind of brown
0: around it or whatever, you know. Like, I, I, I sort of floated between green and blue, and I went yellow blade for a little while there as well. But, uh, yeah, I, I it was, it was just more fun for him to just be wearing silly stuff, really. I just, I just yeah. thought that was funny, but yeah, so I, you know, and then it was sort of tore around Kobo in the last bit and, and went back to that rancor fully you know, ability it up and just dispose of him without even taking a hit and going, this is a little bit easier. I could just uh, zip out of the way here and, uh, and take care of business, um, which is a little bit, which is much more satisfying basically. Um, I mean, it seems like it's a hit. I think they'll, they'll go around again. It felt like a middle, it did feel like a middle chapter. I felt, felt like there was um, definitely
1: more story there. I think, I, I yeah, it's definitely a middle chapter. I think one of the big things that I took away from it was one the the false ending with uh, Dagon. Yep. was was awesome. I'm like, cause I, I think everybody and their brother has thought like, yeah, I'm almost done. Like we're about to do this fight. We've climbed this ridiculous skyscraper thing, and we're yeah. gonna, and it's over, and we we did it. And next thing you know, it's like it just keeps going and going. I also really like that they tied in the High Republic. I think that's. I don't think it gets talked about enough. Like, no, that, I think that was the, the the High Republic styling and everything was amazing. Yeah,
0: and like just the temples of that, and just the characters, and I thought that, yeah, I thought that was really good. And I think that's a really good way of bringing it into an audience that probably don't read the books as much. Probably not to say that to all of them, but the High Republic people, I think, you know, fall into a not of a category of, of fans and I think the game is there is some crossover but I don't think there's as much crossover so I think it's a good it's a cool thing to introduce those you know introduce I'd like to see more of that like I was kind of going oh it'd be awesome to have some flashbacks and have like Dagen in his prime like cutting up Nile and you know doing stuff like that like getting to see some of those designs and stuff from the, from there would have been really cool like even some of the flashbacky stuff was still pretty cool Um yeah I it's, it's it's definitely ripe for, for more stuff. I, I don't know what I'd like to see. Like I'd, I'd, you know, I'd like to see them just sort of hanging out on that planet for a little bit, maybe getting the path involved and yeah, playing into that, you know, obviously something draws them back and they've got to finish the job and yeah.
1: Just a, just a game full of rescue missions where you go out and rescue people and then take them to Tantalor, and go yeah. out to a new planet and it's like, and we got to say Turgle one more time at least. That that has to happen. <laughs> um,
0: and then, of course, we didn't touch on that Vader turns up again as well. Uh, and he's pretty tricky, and that's a nice moment. Um, I always listen to the, for the voice. Like, is it? It's not James Earl Jones. It was a pretty close one, though. It's interesting, even though they've got, like, permission to use his voice now, you know, the James Earl Jones synthesizer 2000, that they still just get another actor to do it for the games, which is probably fair enough, really. Maybe he's like you can use it for movies and for tv but you know video games and other stuff just use a sound alike thanks
1: like i'm sure there's probably a licensing fee there somewhere like let's not let's not use it right now just for these handful of lines yeah we'll uh, we'll save that for the the big wins
0: yeah exactly and um that was quite cool to have the showdown with that and he, uh, he it's kind of funny when you sort of read the supplementary material that comes around star wars whether it's like the vader comics and other stuff like in these games like vader gets beaten pretty bad like just like physically beaten quite a lot like he kind of burns alive and loses his arms and legs and you know gets his mask smashed off a lot like he takes a lot of takes a
1: lot of damage fader yeah, I mean he always he always ends up on top but or coming out the other side but yeah I was thinking the same thing it's like I was in the middle of that moment I'm like please do not do that same scene where like it cuts his mask open you see his face I'm like don't do that again like please please don't do that again like let that be special uh for the ahsoka and obi-wan stuff but i'm glad they didn't but that that scene was brutal it It is funny how he's always there he's always there he's always in like the mix of like something that bad's going down in the universe and here he comes it's like dang man he is he is in it well it felt like it was a
0: like it felt like it was a vader worthy but also felt like it was a vader worthy attend for him to attend you know like it felt like it was a big enough thing where it's like oh you would send vader in for this one you know like if it, there is like yeah. a jedi we've discovered a basically a jedi ha- hideout um you would send the big the big guns in just in
1: case yeah uh, i think uh yeah go ahead sorry no 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 you go man i i just had like had a fleeting thought of like i wonder if vader and bode have had who've crossed paths path or if they even know i don't think vader knows about him based on the kind of the ISB, which I thought the ISB base was pretty interesting getting to go through there.
0: Yeah, well, it was Uh, funny that, you know, there's the bit where you just touching on what we did before where you basically go undercover. You know, he, he gets in, in the ISB uniform to go undercover. And of course, <laughs> my guy's got a headband and long red hair and a mustache and a big handlebar mustache. I'm like, you wouldn't last two minutes walking down those holes dressed like that. <laughs> it's like Cassian Andor in Rogue One. You know, he's in the uniform and he's the bloke with the beard, the unshaven, you know, nobody bats an eyelid. I'm like, you get, you get pulled up in five seconds. Like, I think they should have purposely gone, oh, I'm just gonna have to quickly shave the beard, you know, for this little mission
1: like obi-wan walking with leia under his coat yeah like nothing to see here we're just, just moseying along it's like i don't and there's bits where you're you they're, they're where pretty you... incompetent
0: yeah and there's it's quite a funny bit where you you sort of you're in the the isb outfit and you're walking through a hallway and there's you know like um shock troopers or whatever they are or purge troopers and a couple other people you can walk up and you can do a little interaction and talk to them and stuff so you're standing like right in front of this and he's just like i heard that there's like a jedi around and you're just standing there with a headband and a mustache and you're like oh really well you know who, who knows i hear that's just bull crap anyway but you know whatever um and there was an amazing um one bit that really made me laugh was was it the, like there was a boss that was like a just a stormtrooper technician that you just kill with one hit who's sort of hopeless.
1: Rick, the Rick, the door technician. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah he's a scout trooper. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. It's
1: like you, you see him from down the hall and it's like Rick, the door technician. It's like, what? I, I, I took it seriously at first. I'm like, what is this? And I'm like, kind of like bouncing right, around. And next, I, don't, I think I just like, I think I don't, I think I didn't even do anything. And he just like died instantly. Like,
0: <laughs> he took a ricochet and then just, Oh, okay.
1: Away. It's like a, it's like a joke okay i get it that was <laughs> that was cool
0: but that was good like i like that you know i like a little bit of levity in there and i think they and it did feel very star warsy as well like you know the obviously the music but the plot characters and stuff like I, it hit the tone it it hits the tone very well i reckon and and that's the thing like it's always that danger of veering off into sort of force unleashed where you're dragging star destroyers down from the sky and all that sort of stuff and it still felt like the powers and abilities were reasonably grounded in most places um which, yeah. was, which was Yeah, cool. I think the levity
1: was good. Like, like Scuba Steve or Scuba Steve, stuff like that. It's like it was stuff that was lighthearted, kind of oh, the, like the, the, brought
0: the you fish, back to kind of the fisherman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was going to say the first time I saw that because it was like go to the place and there's a fisherman. And I was like looking around and I'm going, where is this guy? And then I kept getting like an interactive there. And I like it took me about three goes to go, oh, it's the like really tiny dude that's sitting on the boat there with the Scottish
1: accent. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was just like a prop. I didn't realize it was somebody that you could interact with. So I'm like swimming around in the water, and next thing you know,
0: I don't know if yeah, listened you listened to all the stories. Over here I think,
1: <laughs> yeah, I think that was half of my gameplay was just like listening to him tell. I don't. I honestly don't know what he even what the stories were at, anymore. But I'm like, I remember in, when I listened to him. Like, I gotta, I have to hear the whole story. And I just, I don't even know if it made sense for anybody else because I don't remember any of it. But man, that was half my gameplay listening to him. <laughs>
0: listen to that nice irish bro brew or whatever they call it Uh, sorry scottish um i'm just trying to think if there's anything else before we wrap up really but yeah look you know i'll I'll definitely do another playthrough at some stage i don't tend to amp up the difficulty i always just sort of tend to play through again i don't know if there was a game plus mode there might be i'll have to have have a look on that i mean there's still a few exploration things i've got to do but to be honest i was kind of like satisfied and I, tears of the kingdom was sitting right there and i'm going i've got a i can't to, sit on that i want to i want to just get over to that um we sort of touched on some of the you know mechanics are a little bit weird and i think there was definitely some things that could have improved but um yeah overall definitely worth the worth the money if you're into star wars um and i hope they make some more of them. i
1: will say i will say that it's actually it's the one thing that's actually re rejuvenated my interest in other Star Wars games. Like when I was got done playing it before Tears of the Kingdom came out, I I want to go back and play Battlefront again. I want to play Squadrons again. Mm. I'm like, man, I I miss these like good Star Wars games. But then Tears of the Kingdom came out. I'm gonna play that. Yeah. And then I'll probably go back and, and and play with those. So it's it's definitely worth playing. It's definitely worth if you don't play it like watch the cinematic movies on youtube like yeah break them up because it's a good story i think it's a really good story yeah i think uh, it's, it's a really good story too
0: and i think it's sort of put in some you know like i said tied in some really new stuff high republic you know classic era really sort of walked walked a lot of lines and stuff which i thought was quite cool like i would i would like it you know if they if they waited 10 years and it came out like during the original movies and it was codes with that and they're like they're off trapped on some planet and you know what does that mean and do you interact and do you get involved and all, all those sort of the, or you know is it over are you come are you be coming back to the land of the living you've been you missed all this all of a sudden you have got off your planet and the empire is gone like what does that mean um there could be some quite interesting stuff they could do with it but uh well uh you know when it happens we'll, we'll come back around but um it's always good just to chat to you, mate. It was really good hanging out at celebration. Um, it's a shame, obviously, we won't be doing celebration next year. But I think for the the mental load and the planning and taking a year off doesn't sound too bad, really. Um, I don't know about you. It's, nice. You'll it's be... nice to
1: take a breather and
0: yeah, you can go have a nice relaxing Japanese holiday. And like I said, you can come back and give us all the info, you know, about what to do. You will have all the local. I have been to Tokyo, so I have a little bit of knowledge. But that was a while ago. But um... Yeah, and where can people
1: find you? You're just popping up. You're doing some streaming. You're just popping up on everybody's podcasts. Uh, yeah, just kind of doing a, a little bit of all of it. You can you can find me on Twitter. I'm always there. Uh, you can find me pretty much everywhere at Ice Planet Hoff. Um, if that's don't want to try to do that, you can go to my website. All my links are there. It's sean.party. Um, I'm on Twitch here and there i was i've been playing some uh trombone champ and donkey konga from gamecube so yeah just mixing nice. it up a little bit and <laughs> pick going the guy
0: whose girlfriend's away at the moment <laughs> 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 with no children god, i have to i have to take i have to take advantage of it you know? I know. god damn imagine having that kind of free time amazing um awesome well it's good to be back thanks everybody for checking in we'll probably try and do a celebration recap episode soon uh, we'll just see how we go. I've got a few people who are interested um, who may not have be, been on the pod before as well. So we'll just try to find a time that works and then I'll just send it out to for friends, probably you too, mate, if anybody wants to just jump on and we'll just get a little thing and we'll relive the memories. So um, yeah, thanks again, mate. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. No problem. See you soon.